Hello, and welcome back to Everything All at Once. Where have I been? Well, I've been singing Girl Dinner for two hours. Girl Dinner, Girl Dinner. I swear to God, i that's all I can think about. But, you know, I've taken a longer break. Obviously, I had a major surgery. Didn't think it was going to impact me mentally, physically, because I didn't prepare for it properly. And now, let me explain. The surgery has just been something that I talk about. You know, oh yeah, I'm getting surgery. It's just something that seemed really far in the near future. July 12th came. Oh, time to get cut open. Was not physically, mentally, emotionally prepared for anything. I came home and, you know, it was a lot to handle. A week off just was not enough for me. And honestly, maybe I need to take more time off. I'm on this productive role. I was in a slump, which I'll explain, but I feel like I'm always like, I'm going through it, I'm going through it. Well, if I wasn't going through it, there would be no podcast. So you're welcome for always, you know, having something wrong. But I got home and long story short, I just felt like I was half a person and I still do, you know, exercise, going outside, being with friends, my body, like these are things that I have attached to my self-worth, my confidence, myself. And when they're just stripped away, I can't exercise. Obviously, I had back corrective surgery. My whole back and torso is going to change. My body doesn't feel like my own anymore. I don't feel like I've been in my own skin. Suddenly now, I feel like my whole life is on pause. I don't want to put on any of my summer clothes because obviously they had to pump air into me. My back is completely swollen. I don't look like myself. I don't feel like myself. I don't want to go putting on a tank top and unfortunately it is humid as hell. So I just sweat my ass off all day in sweatshirts, but it's like I don't feel confident. And I think the reason I've been putting off just doing the podcast is because one, it's hard to do something very much out of my comfort zone in a space where I was not where I am today. In California, I grew a lot. I learned a lot about myself. And being here, I'm in my childhood bedroom right now, recording, is just, I I don't know. When you go home for college, you sort of regress in a way. I don't know if it's just me, to some behaviors that were maybe not the best. When you were in high school, those behaviors were probably more prominent than you went to college, new space you change. It's it's only natural. And when I came back to the space, it's like, I feel a little trapped. I feel that I'm just getting distracted. You know, this isn't me. It's very hard to be in my old room downstairs. A lot of negative behavior and negative energy. And I've tried, I'm going to try reconstructing the space. Obviously, it's hard because I can't bend, lift, or twist. But regardless, this is something that is part of the new me, part of me that has grown and is in another chapter in my life that I didn't ever see starting when I was back in high school. So it's very hard to be here recording. And I don't know if any of this makes sense, but it just feels like I'm, I've am i sort of regressed, especially after surgery when a lot of my freedom and independence and just sort of a really big part of me was taken away. Another thing is that you know, obviously, like I said, I cannot bend, lift, and twist. That's really hard to live life independently. I drop something, have to have someone help me pick it up. For a while, showering was really hard by myself. 
doing basic life tasks is really hard by myself and i just fell into a really deep hole um i fall in these holes and it was really hard to get up this time you know i was just in bed and i would put myself to bed at 5 p.m and be like as soon as like the sun even remotely started to set days over because it was just very it still is very exhausting to exist and live the same day over and over again go on a million walks because that's all i can do i asked if i could exercise again or not exercise but you know do like just dance or and any sort of movement that was other than walking and they said that basically a spinal fusion is when you have scoliosis and you get that part of your back strained out i got a little taller pup plus but it's very neurological so my brain is trying to catch up with what happened to my back and my body so my brain is kind of trying to retell my back in very simplified terms how to arrange itself so you know all of the muscle ligaments that they moved around it's not in the right place right now i look i look normal now but at first you know i was filled up with air very distorted in a way i'm still very swollen in my back so a lot of like my clothes are uncomfortable which is only natural it's only been two weeks and a few days i just you know it's very hard to look at yourself when you just become a fraction of what you used to be i'm like oh my god am i ever gonna look like the old me no and that's very hard to accept i wasn't mentally prepared for that change and i couldn't work out and i just didn't feel like me i couldn't didn't feel comfortable hanging around with friends i can't sit i can't stand for very long i'm in hip pain a lot of strains that this put on me that i didn't expect it was really hard to start the podcast again because it's just if you don't feel like yourself you don't want to do things that yourself and this podcast is a really big step for me you know it's hard to put yourself out there i think that's why i've had a hard time posting on social media because that's not really i don't know i never saw myself becoming some sort of influencer that's not what i want and doing this in itself is very out of my comfort zone let alone doing it when i'm going through some sort of surgical recovery and in a space where i don't feel like the person i was when i started this it's very easy for me to get caught in negativity and self-talk that's not good for me and i talk down to myself and judge myself in the tough position that i am you know i sit for too long i should be standing even though i'm recovering i walk for such a long time oh my god you didn't walk enough or i'm studying for my personal training certification that's going really well but i do it and it makes me feel good and then when i'm in these sort of negative moods i sit down at my computer and i go to do it and then i simply just start crying because you know i just convince myself that it's just stupid and something to pass the time and i just it's very easy to get caught in the comparison game oh my friend's doing this internship this and this oh my cousin's off doing x y and z oh they're going to this music festival i should be doing that if i get caught in that i'm never gonna get anything done i i'm constantly belittling myself and the work that i do and you know after having a few more meetings with the people that are helping me i've just realized that i need to have a lot more gratitude and i'm putting in the self-worth to be better and be more consistent with this because this is something that really matters to me and these patches have been really rough but today has been amazing yesterday was amazing i'm just going to keep this going for as long as i can 
and really work toward building my self-esteem and again forming more gratitude i started the five minute journal i had it in high school used it a little bit not really so the whole book is basically blank gone back to journaling again it's hard to read when i'm constantly in an upright position so because i can't bend lift or twist i can't sit comfortably in a chair and you know you gotta find humor in this i can't i drop something i can't reach it. it's kind of funny or i don't know I go to twist and I can't. There are, just, there are certain moments where this injury and the surgery recovery have been humorous, but far those are far and few between. But as I've been saying throughout this introduction, when working out and my body changed and, you know, I don't have school to distract myself, I realized that I attached my confidence to things that were external, things that I could not control necessarily. I always thought I could control what I looked like. I always thought I could control working out. I thought those were not as external. And then when you have them taken away and you truly don't have control inside of you of how you view yourself, then you realize, wow, my confidence is just completely shot. I feel like I amount to nothing and I am running on half a person. This is not who I am. This is not who I want to be. And it's really upsetting when you, I, I mean, I always knew from a really young age that I attached my confidence to school. I attached my self-worth to, you know, getting good grades, focusing on school. I was running away from this internal self-esteem issue because I thought, oh, if I'm doing something productive, I don't have to think. So when I would get good grades and I'd get academic validation, I would think, oh, okay, you know what? I'm not dealing with this right now, but that's okay because I just got an A in science. <laughs> that makes no sense. But to me, I was, it was a confidence boost. I felt great about myself after every day of school. I would sit, I would study really hard. I felt like queen of the world. And, you know, summertime came, summertime is here. School is not in session. Okay, all my focus is into working out. It was in working out all year, but now I'm going to go extra hard. Before my surgery, I was working out maybe two hours more than that a day just going from soul cycle to spending time at the gym to walking i was constantly moving being active because i felt like i don't know there was nothing to do and if i couldn't really get a job or an internship because of my surgery coming up i was going to put all my focus into that i pride myself in my body and how i look and the great physique that i've built and it's taken me a long time to heal my relationship with exercise then i was finally at a point before this where i was exercising purely because of the feeling afterwards and the feeling I'd, I'd get during. It was an amazing rush of accomplishment and confidence and I felt like I could conquer everything and anything after a good workout session. Now I have, you know, I don't have that anymore. So I was like, okay, who am I without exercise? Like, who am I without school to distract me? I feel like I, I'm just not myself. I don't feel like anything. I have no exercise, no school, no job, no money. I'm just, I was sitting back after a few weeks and I was reflecting and I was like, why am I completely and utterly falling apart? And after I realized that I attached my confidence and self-worth so heavily to an external factor to the point where I didn't, I didn't realize how much I was depending on workouts and exercise classes and school how much those contributed to how i view myself i didn't i thought i always knew that that connection was there but i didn't realize that that was the only sort of way 
I could feel confident in myself. And because of the surgery, because I don't have things anymore, it's forced me to sort of take a step back and really be confident in myself no matter what I look like. My body is not fully healed. I obviously don't look the same as I used to. It's the harsh reality of the surgery. And while this sucks and I feel like I'm truly missing out and these six weeks are going to be so rough, I also know that maybe this was needed to happen because I can no longer avoid the self-work that I need to put in to find true confidence and really find it within. I used to hate when people said, you know, confidence comes from within. Confidence comes from, you know, what you truly think of yourself. I was like, okay, yeah, it comes from within. Now I really understand what they were talking about. Now, this doesn't go to say that a workout shouldn't give you confidence or getting an A shouldn't boost your self-esteem. Of course it should. Those are amazing accomplishments that should give you pride. But you have to ask yourself, when I take away these external factors, do I still view myself in a positive light? Was my self-worth faltered in any way, shape, or form if these things were taken away? That's what I needed to ask myself. And now that I'm no longer hyperfixated on working out and those habits that used to define me, now that they're taken away, because I, I was always known as the very healthy, fit person. And in school, I was always known for the girl with the quizlets, you know, doing the study guides, doing all the work, getting ahead, giving other people answers. I've never had a time in my life where both of these monumental elements of my life were taken away. There's no stress relief. Like I said, I was finally at a point where working out was purely to feel good about myself and to feel like not only I'd accomplished something, but just take a step back and say, wow, like I really planned that out. I did that. I feel like I can do anything. Maybe that was just the endorphins. Maybe that's runner's eye. I don't know. But it also released a lot of stress. And by attaching our self-worth and confidence to objects, habits, not objects, but external factors that are out of our control, we then inherently don't have control over our happiness and how we truly see ourselves. I think that's a concept that we don't normally reflect on because the surgery is very rare. It's not very common that people have these habits that they attach their self-worth with taken away from them. It's very uncommon. So taking that time to self-reflect is not always given. And it's hard to put in the self-work and, and put in the time to really find your confidence and where your self-esteem comes from and to find true... I don't, I don't want to say happiness because I feel like when I say happiness, you think of just like intense laughter and some sort of very high emotion and I don't think that's what self-happiness is. There are multiple kinds of happiness but I'm talking about just being content with yourself. That's what you should feel when you feel confident about yourself. You should feel content about yourself and the work you've been doing, the way you are, the person you are because we are all more than these external factors. And like I said, it's easy to avoid finding where we find our confidence because if it's something like school, like I said, it's an excuse. Oh, I'm being productive. I don't have to do the self-work journal right now. I don't have to deal with what's going on. It's a distraction. How we see ourselves, you know, again, it's a totally imaginary concept that we get caught in our own heads. And I 
now that I can't really, I'm sort of limited in where I can go. I can't sit for too long, can't stay for too long. I'm in my head all day, every day, 24-7. There was a point where I was just in a really bad episode the other day. And I was just sitting in my bed, no music, no TV, nothing to distract myself. Just with my thoughts. And in reality, I just realized that looking back, no one thinks... Because I was going in a spiral where I was like, oh my god, I'm distorted. Like, my body's never going to go back to the way it used to be. And now, a few days later, my body is going back to the way it used to be. So, it's giving me some hope. But in reality, no one thinks I'm distorted or messed up. And they don't see me as the half a person that I feel like when they look at me. Because if I put a sweatshirt on, you can't even tell I had anything done. They just see a friend. They see me for me. And... I need to keep reminding myself of that and it's going to get better and this isn't as good as it gets and I'm going to get all of those things that make me happy back one day, August 22nd to be exact, when I get cleared. But it's now, this has given me an opportunity to find self-worth without working out and to find confidence in myself with these external factors just completely out the window. And I'm breaking down a lot of barriers to find true contentness. And I challenge you to really reflect on where your confidence comes from. Does it come from your personality? Does it come from how you dress? I know that's sort of an external factor, but still, we all got to get dressed. So I don't think that's getting taken out of anyone's control. But, you know, I challenge you to find out where you put your self-worth. And if something super external like school is taking up a big piece of that pie chart, maybe look back and think to yourself, why is school such a defining point in my identity i know for me that came from just other people projecting that image of myself onto me and that's how it became such a defining moment in my life you know oh my god like you're the quizlet girl or oh my gosh you are just the runner like you run all the time you're crazy for that it's little comments like that but over time they accumulate and they can distort how we see ourselves into that view And we are just absorbing how other people see us and internalizing it into how we see ourselves. So I challenge you to sort of make a pie chart of where you get your self-worth and think about how you can boost your confidence internally. Now, I don't don't know how to do that. I'm sort of working toward it and I'm just going to list a few things that have been really helping me. Gratitude journaling, I know I mentioned the five-minute journal. It's definitely helped me focus on being grateful for things, you know, in my control. Like I said, I could just sit here and play the comparison game all day long. But it's great that my friends are out doing amazing things. Yet, I need to focus on what I can do. I need to be grateful for the ability I have to walk. My brother tore his meniscus and couldn't walk for six weeks, was stuck on the couch. So I'm grateful that I can, you know, move out, get outside spend time with my family, that there were no complications with the surgery. I'm grateful that I still have the opportunity to keep my mind active. I go on a lot of walks, and on these walks, I've taken to learning Italian, listening to a lot of podcasts, doing some self-reflection, and it's just little moments that I'm able to be grateful for. And am I living the same day every day? Pretty much, but you know what? If that's the price I have to pay to just have a healthy back, I should keep reminding myself that this is temporary. And on that note, I've been stopping any negative self-talk. So, and I've tried to hold myself accountable because in the past I've tried to say I'm doing that, but
but I never really stick to it. So an example is that I get down on myself because I didn't work out, so maybe I shouldn't eat a certain thing. That has to stop because number one, food is fuel. I'm never going to get better if I don't consume the right, you know, amount of nutrients. I am still deserving to have a nourishing dinner and everybody should be deserving of that and my body is not going to drastically change because I had another cracker if that makes sense you know stopping that negative self-talk when I hear it in my head has kept me on this good momentum because I tend to go through these depressive patches get on good momentum for like two to three days and then something will trigger it and I'll just go right back and I've just been focusing on not letting myself get down that hole not doing the things I do when I get down that hole like I cannot self-isolate anymore I cannot you know what I'm not gonna say I cannot because I can't promise anything these are behaviors that I tend to do when I get really upset and am I probably gonna go down another spiral yes I'm never gonna say that I'm not going to again that's unrealistic because healing is not linear and I've relapsed in this these little episodes several times so a step I'm taking is to try and be more proactive and get ahead of them. And now that I recognize the signs that lead to these really upsetting holes that I put myself in, I'm trying to prevent them for as long as possible. Um, that being said, you know, being more social or social as I can has definitely helped find me true contentness with myself because hanging around people, the right people that view me for me and don't see me or don't define me by these external factors has helped me see me in a better light because they just make you those people you just have those people in your life that it's effortless and it doesn't take a strain out of you to have an amazing time being around those people is worth a thousand million trillion dollars <laughs> it's worth everything and protecting your peace in that way can lead you to true contentness because if you're around people that view yourself in a positive light it's gonna project something positive onto you and giving you something positive that you can take away from that and I mentioned this before but stop restricting and feeling silly about things that make me happy or psyching myself out I mentioned the personal training thing I went to go do it and I started crying because I thought oh I can't do this this isn't gonna this is just stupid. It's not some big internship. It's not some amazing job. But you know what? It's something. And I have to be proud of myself for putting a step forward toward a better direction that will open up several opportunities for me later on in my life. And I'm making the best out of a shitty situation. And I should stop feeling bad about myself for that. Uh, the other thing I'm doing is I'm just allowing myself to say that this sucks. You know, my confidence is shot these habits and things that were of great value and still are of great value in my life were taken away and accepting I think I was denying this whole thing at first I was just denying that these things were taken away from me I was just denying that my confidence was completely gone I just didn't want to deal with it but I think I'm in sort of the acceptance part of this whole journey and yeah this is ass <laughs> to be quite frank this is terrible I have yeah None of the things that bring me happiness in my control 
right now. Not none of the things because I found other things and new opportunities that have helped me a lot. But I don't have those defining pieces of my life anymore. And I just have to keep reminding myself that, yes, this is ass. This is terrible. But you know what? It's all temporary. And maybe this was meant for me. Maybe this was meant to happen to me because of not only my back, but so I can go into Boston being 100% confident. No one is going to know me there. How many opportunities do you get in your life to have another college fresh start? None. Not at all. And I'm actually very grateful, you know, nobody there is going to know that I had this done unless I tell them because I'm a big blabbermouth and I can't keep anything to myself, but it's, they're not going to know what I used to look like. So I'm just going to go in 100% me and I will get all of those elements that make me whole back again. But this, you know, has given me the strength that if God forbid something happen, I can, I can live without these things. I can thrive without working out three hours a day. I can thrive without school being my number one priority. This is giving me the confidence to say that, you know what? I can do hard things. I made it out of a bad situation in college, my freshman year. I'm now making it out of this surgery recovery. I'll be hitting halfway on Wednesday, which was great. And... You know what, if any other challenges in my life come my way because I know they're coming, I can just say, look, you did that, so you could be able to do anything. If anything, this experience is giving me a lot of self-confidence that, you know what, I can do hard things, and this is shitty. Not a lot of people can do this, but you know what, even though I'm stuck in upright posture and have to log roll into bed, and I have a little trash grabber for things that I drop... I'm getting through it. I'm doing it the best that I can. And I gotta just be more compassionate with yourself, myself, and yourself. I think that's a big theme in a lot of my episodes, having more self-compassion. Yeah, it's frustrating in the morning when I can't put my sock on by myself sometimes that my mom, because my hips get too sore or my knee will spaz and I don't know why. But it's okay and these things will come back and this is not forever. And what I want you to get out of all of this is that no matter what challenges or struggles that you have in your life, when your foundation cracks, which happened to me, that's basically how I realized I shot my confidence. I didn't realize the foundation of who I am was so heavily dependent on these external factors. When that foundation cracks and you fall apart, that just because you fell down does not mean that you're stuck there. Yeah, This has caused me to fall down mentally, physically, emotionally, but I'm not stuck down here. This isn't the end-all be-all. I have bigger and better things ahead of me, and I have to keep reminding myself that even though every day feels like forever, I have to keep going because I owe that to myself. I've been through so much already. There's no turning back and I feel like that's something we can all take away from this is that I'm just going to repeat this again because I think this is a really powerful quote just because you fall down doesn't mean you're stuck there doesn't mean that you have to stay down there in this place there's always a light at the end of the tunnel there's always a better place for you there's always the next thing there's always growth happening and 
just get back up. I know you can do it. I'm doing it day by day. It's not going to be linear. I can't promise anything. But from now on forward, I'm just sort of building my self-confidence. And I hope some of the tips that I said help. And if you have any tips, let me know. But I'm going to try and... I always say this, I'm going to try and be more active. But I think I owe it to myself to try and really put myself out there. And really commit to this thing 100%. Because this is another part of me that has given me a lot of self-confidence. And I hope that this helps you. But... I know this was a little shorter, but that's all I have for now. Please stay tuned for more stuff, I promise. This is not the end-all be-all, and we can only go up from here. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you guys next Sunday.